Hello guys, welcome to Cow Corner Cricket Cast. Say it louder, say it prouder. Delhi won the match today. I need some energy, but um... <laughs> <laughs> And my name is Free Shimron Hetmeyer. Free <laughs> Shimron Hetmeyer from the trap that is the Delhi Capitals. Uh, for those who don't get the reference, Pratham is a huge Hetmeyer fan and he's really angry that Delhi don't play. AKA the, the next 16 Lara. in Test cricket. <clears throat> the next Lara. Shut up. The next Lara. <laughs> just care. under 20 in, in first class cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Rohan dropping stats to make Pratham look like an idiot. An idiot. He scored multiple hey, ODI 100. I'll be honest with you, Pratham, I'd play Hetmeyer just for the booty. <laughs> okay, but um, on a serious note, guys, um, we had a match today. Um, it was one which people were saying went down was close. It wasn't. Um, basically, uh, you know, we're being honest. Punjab did Punjab things. Yeah, Punjab did Punjab things. And Delhi uh, did yeah. Delhi things. No, 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 no one. <laughs> Delhi did Delhi no things that have lost, man. Come on. <laughs> Okay, okay. But yeah, they won um, pretty comfortably in the end. Um, got got a fantastic start from Prithvi Shah and Shikhar Dhawan. And in many ways, their innings sort of mirrored, in some ways, um, Punjab's innings. Both in Punjab's case and Delhi's case, there was opening batsman who really had a very solid start to start off with. Um, you had the latter order not quite firing the next couple of players not quite firing and then the difference was Punjab had that final cameo knock from Huda and Shah Rukh Khan that pushed them a little bit higher other fans in Milan I feel like Shah Rukh Khan but but the KL slow batting was not enough to compensate for that uh, he wasn't able to accelerate at the time and you know the fact that they ended up with that total right Given the due factor and given how beautiful of a batting pitch this was, it was always going to be a matter of, you know, if if the Delhi Capitals just got a solid start and they had somebody to anchor for them, they would do the job. And I think in particular what helped them was Dhawan stuck for a very long time till the match was, there were 50 runs to get, which was huge for them. He played the anchor and the aggressor real superbly. He's truly revolutionized himself as a T20 player. And Stoinis finished it off in the end. So... I just have to say, I just have to say, how often do we see an anchor and and uh, an aggressor in the same innings, and it's the same person? Because like he he batted forty nine balls, which sounds like an anchor, but then he also scored ninety two runs off those forty nine balls. Which sounds like an anchor. And any and any time it happens, a guy who plays a large number of balls and scores big runs, the team always wins, right? Yeah. Every time you've seen Chris Gill play a big chunk of balls, every time you've seen David Warner play a big chunk of balls, every time you've seen A. B. Maxwell Coley play a big chunk of balls. Uh, but yeah, talking about today's match, I thought it was a very good match uh, to see that how teams play on a batting surface. I thought Punjab did a good job to get to 194, but even before Delhi started their innings, 194, I know this sounds really weird to say, but seemed below par. And it was. It's, yeah. it's because Mayan batted with such ease and he was going so well. And you saw Huda and Shah Rukh Khan at the end hit the ball so cleanly. It showed you that the pitch was giving you no trouble. And for KL Rahul to score so slowly, be 45 or 41 balls, and then get out. You know, if you're going to play that sort of innings, if you're going to anchor with such rigidity, you're going to play like a one-day style, you have to make sure that you accelerate in the end and take your team through. Um, his initial 
innings, his 50 essentially, his whole innings, the, the pace of it was only justified if he took it to the end, you know, played the death overs, accelerated, made a 120, 125. Um, Delhi came out to bat and from ball one to the last ball, they were in control of the chase whole time. The required run rate never got above the initial required run rate. Um, but with five overs to go, the required run rate was at seven. Not at one point, even when Shaw got out, he was looking amazing, 31 of 15. No, he was, that's just six, dude. Oh, he was looking amazing. And Smith came on the bat, which I thought was the wrong move because we didn't need an anchor at that point. Um, you know what I'm about to say about this. The, the innings you still know. didn't lose momentum with yeah. how good Shikhar was going, right? So, Delhi never got behind the eight ball and it was really good to see a score like 195 chased comfortably. Having said that, I think both two, both teams have a couple of things to take from this match, but I will go into that a little later after Rohan gives his yeah. side of the match. I just never understood why you're playing Steve Smith, if you're Delhi. You don't need Steve Smith. You don't need a batsman like him. But I agree with you because if you even if you do want to play a batsman like him, you can play Rahane without wasting. Who can also score a high strike rate? And you also have a like for like replacement in the foreign camp. I said his name before. Yeah, but he has a 16 test average. I think it's that's not tells- about the test <laughs> average. Is he playing a test match, Rohan? Is he playing a I, test I, match? I think Rohan has a point where Delhi at number three with the selection of Rahane, with the selection of Smith, yeah. with Ayer playing there before, they sh- they're showing you that they want to play an inning builder sort of player. There. Yeah, but I think my, my point is like, you, if I'm if I'm um, if I'm Ricky Ponting and I'm setting up this team, right? I want my my team to realistically. I have a really good number three batsman for uh, who's Indian. I don't need to spend the effort trying to get Steve, shoehorn Steve Smith into that number three role, but he's really not. He's I, I think they played him to be very honest because Rahane failed the last match. Uh, they just yeah. wanted to see, I think, that, hey, we have one guy who failed. Maybe this guy, who's an international superstar and has... Yeah, I mean, take nothing event. away from... What if he's in form and does a good job? He, he fixes the problem right away, right? Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, we know from previous IPLs and we know from T20s in general, Smith is not that good of a T20 player. He's not. Even today, on this, on this batting deck, he was the only one that seemed uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. and and that shot that he got out to was such an ugly shot. Very like, ugly. Beaten for pace on a ball that's short and wide. Beaten for pace on a ball. That's he short took his and eyes wide. off it while he was slogging. It was like literally, you know how we play gully cricket. It's like how I would slog the ball. At number eleven, who bats? That's yeah. the kind of shot it was. It, was it, it, it didn't look good, and he never looked comfortable. Uh, I think moving forward, Delhi would be in their it would be in their best interests to play Rohane at three, and with uh, Pant at four, Stoinis at five. With Nokia coming back, they'll actually be they can actually play Nokia, Wokes, um, Rabada, and um, Stoinis. That way, you have extra bowling options when Nokia comes back if you yeah. choose to play Rohane at three. So the thing about that is, I actually think that for me, I wouldn't play Rahane at three. I like Rahane. I respect Rahane a lot. I think his time as a T20 player, for all intents and purposes, is gone. It's, it was gone about five or six years back. 
um, especially on Indian pitches like this, which are going to be used so much over the season, you're going to get slower and slower. And he struggles to on slower pitches. We know this. It was the reason why he got out of the ODI team and T20 team in the first place. So I don't think he's a good option. But it's, it's the best we can do with the Indian options we have at our disposal. With the or, or what you could do is you could actually have Punt come back at number three. And you could, you have some other domestic. But action. here's the thing: I I don't think Delhi want to be that top heavy. Um, they're looking at Pant the way RCB are looking at AB, and yeah. that we need a superstar in the first ten overs. We have that in Dhawan and Shaw, and a superstar in the last ten overs. Yeah, I, no, I... speaking, I think the way we've played over the last three years and the way this team structure is, Ricky Ponting probably honestly prefers Pant at five. But with the Ayer's injury, he has to bat at four. I like him at four a lot, to be honest. I think it gives him enough balls. Yeah, to, I, I, to be I, I agree with that. He did struggle today, but I agree with that. But first of all, I do want to make this note. Uh, Shimron Hetmeyer averages an FC 31.71, not 60. Okay, sure, Pratham. But in the last three years, what does he average? In the last three years, really? He hasn't played that many he, matches he, in the he, last he, three he, years. Here's the thing. I like Hetmeyer too. And I would like a genuine late order hitter, but here's my thing with Hetmeyer. He's played for us quite some time now. In order for you to make your bread and butter in the IPL as a regular, as a foreigner in the middle order, you have to have a bunch of innings under your belt in which you've won your team a game from an unprobable situation. He hasn't done that for us. He's well, not had a Russell-like inning, a Pollard-like inning. You know, right. he's never done that. No, I, I agree with you with that. But I think, again, the trick that's being missed here, and I don't want to spend too much time on this. I do want to move on. But I do want to mention this because a lot of the times, RCB did the same shit when they hired him, right? Like, they spent a lot of money on him. They played him at six and seven. They completely eroded his confidence. Then he goes brought back in the final couple of matches. If you remember that season when they hired him as an opener and at three, and he scored two fifties that basically won them matches. Like pretty much gave them a shot at winning those matches. I don't know, and it's because. The thing with Shimron Etmeyer is he has a 360 game. He can rotate the strike really well. He has a proper technique. He's not a fucking slugger, even though he will play some crazy shots from time to time. He is improvises and he has the ability that Dhawan had today where he can toy with the bowlers. Just toy with them, right? That is a skill that not many batsmen, period, have. And a guy like Hetmeyer, who has, you know, been, has scored five, he's scored five ODI hundreds. His conversion rate, you know. We, we get it. You love him. You made a really good case. Okay. okay. Still not but great. Yeah. Um, so, do you. Negative so, Nancy Rowan, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. But no, captaincy wise, um, I did want to make a really quick point about it. I thought Kale's, you know, captaincy, there wasn't much he could do. His bowlers were bowling trash, if we're being honest. Yeah. 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 the number one bowler. <laughs> But no, I think I would. I do want to make this out. Yes, Punt won the match today. But I'm I'm sorry to say, especially in the de- in the middle overs, the death overs, right? When when those that partnership was going on between KL and Mayank, especially around like that period, some of the fields he set were really poor. And I'll give you an example, right? Rishabh Punt. Rishabh Punt. There was a field once he set where there were three people on the leg side, okay, or, or like almost like, you know, leg side in the sense that they were like back of square, almost three okay. people leg of side. And then there were three people on cover point. And he's he has a pacer who's bowling, right? Like basically on the, you know, cover, like front of square on the offside, three people there on the deep, three people in the deep back there, 
and you have two people there who are bowling. You, you know, the remaining four fielders are placed. Two of them are placed uh, square behind point, and then um, you know, long off, you know, mid off and mid on, right? Uh, not mid off, but mid on and in that area, right? And the point I would like to get across is here. That's a stupid field to set for any pacer because a pacer doesn't know where to bowl then, right? Is he supposed to bowl it on the pads? Is he supposed to bowl it outside off? Is he supposed to bowl it short because you you want people to get caught pulling and hooking? Is it and so forth? It was a really bad field setting set. He got away with it, I think, but it honestly reminded me of the kind of captaincy that Tony would do in Test match cricket with pacers, where it made no fucking sense to the bowler what. You know he's supposed to line. What line length he was supposed to bowl? You were saying it was a scattered field that didn't give bowler a plan. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. I, I, um, I, I think the captaincy on both sides there wasn't much to write home about. I didn't. See no, there wasn't anything. Sure. I, I agree with Barth here. I think that it was just kind of a. I think this it was a mundane, bland captaincy. Bowling to cookie cutter plans of when the pacers bowl in the front, spinners in the middle, pacers at the back end. Field placings were also weren't very positive or aggressive. I could, I would have liked to see KL bring in Arsh deep earlier. He has been really good for them the last two overs. He didn't even get to bowl his final over today because uh, Delhi chased it out so soon. But he could have given him an over in the 16th over, 17th over when the run rate was getting below seven and six. But that's pretty much it about captaincy. Very average captains by both captains. The team that batted better won today. Yeah, yeah this one carry track was not going to be determined by captaincy. It was just going to be who yeah, tactics. Put the most we should use the word tactics. Yeah, yeah, tactics. Yeah. yeah, it was going to be determined by who can put the most runs up on the board. Yeah, yeah. But, but I agree. To me, the turning point of the match was honestly, this is going to sound weird compared to our other videos. The turning point of the match to me was when Shahrukh Khan came, and you know, Rohan loved Shahrukh Khan, and I started loving him more. But when he came and how he easily from first ball hit 15 of 5 in my head that told me that as a delhi fan i'll be fine today that when shaw and dhaman will come out to bat they'll be good they'll be good to go they'll they'll play and after the first 3 4 overs i was convinced that we were on the right track now i do have ptsd as a delhi fan i was really worried that even in the 15th over because we have lost a match to punjab it was really like 20 runs from like 23 balls and just lost um but After watching Shahrukh Khan bat that last over when he just hit four, four, dot six, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's not just Agarwal and Rahul who are classy. Yeah. These two, this this pitch is flat, and when will we get to go? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I can, I can definitely see that. Um, I, for me, I guess the shot of the match, oh, not the shot of the match, but like the deli- the turning point, I would say, of the match, right, was when you know. Um, It wasn't really like a particular ball or anything, but when like Shaw got out, right, and and you know after that we we saw a couple of you know pretty quick wickets falling, right, um, with Steve Smith. Once Steve Smith got out, the fact that Dhawan was still there and he hit like a couple of boundaries after the uh, Steve Smith got out, I think that was a turning point for me because it indicated in, that in, 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 according to what you said, and I and I like to go there for a second. As soon as Shaw got out and Smith came and he wasn't looking very comfortable and he was going less than one a ball, even then the run rate wasn't dropping because Shikhar was Shikhar was playing so well, was playing so positively, hitting yeah. boundaries every two three I, balls. Even that three four blip, three four over blip of you know not going at a good speed didn't seem to derail the innings, nor did it bring the required run rate up. 
So when yeah. Smith got out, Hunt came into a very desirable situation. It would have been another thing if Smith came in, got out next over, then there would have been a little bit of pressure. But pressure was never felt for a single ball. Yeah, and I think I, that's I, why... I, that's sorry, I just, want to, I just yeah. want to get one thing in here before we move on to um, underrated players. Uh, sorry, de- delivery and shot of the day. Um, I think that one thing that was... Um, one turning point was was the catch that wasn't a catch in the um, in the Chummy over uh, the 16th over. Um, Chummy bowls the ball, wonderful catch by Saxena. Um, then it gets reviewed and it's a no ball for being over the waist. And I think at that moment you could see, just physically see in in the Punjab. The body language dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Body language drops. Heads dropped. Shami started yeah. bowling like Shami before like 2016. I don't have that as a turning point because I think the match was way done before that. Like, yeah, but I think I think if they take that wicket, Stoinis is out. Yeah, there's still some pressure. There's still yeah. some pressure. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think fielding the really quickly, fielding was really poor on both sides. The amount of catches that Avesh Khan got dropped up his bowling. Like yeah. his figures do not reflect how well. well yeah, it was it was pretty sad. It it, it wasn't too good. Um, right. Coming coming to my delivery of the day, this is also going to be pretty funny because it's not being picked for the right reason. It's not that this was a good delivery. My delivery of the day was the worst delivery I saw both today. And that was 18.1 by Meredith in which he bowled the ball short, wide, at waist height. The most hittable ball goes for a four or a six. And immediately no ball. Like the most joker ball I've seen bowled all match. I, I like that. I like that selection. I'm not gonna lie. I like that selection. It was so bad. Like Riley Meredith is so bad. Riley Meredith is not. It's not that he's he's bad. It's just that he has not gotten how to bowl the, the pitches that he's played on. He just doesn't like here. He's he's struggling. You can tell he's not. But it's good. You know, I I, I like that decision in terms of shot of the day. I have to say, in amongst all the carnage, all the great, you know, sixes and all, I'm going to go with a four because that's what true test purists do. Uh, there was a shot that Rahul played very early on, and it was a Damien Martin-like shot. That's why, why I loved it. It was like this back foot, like just um, sort of cover drive, uh, like a, you know, a, a square drive towards point, like point, and it was so. It was so beautiful to watch, man. It, it just gave me those like simplistic, elegant Damien Damien Martin wipes. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. Ron, what about I, you? Jay, I, I had one, and um, it actually uh, goes to my uh, to the next section. I think Jay Richardson bowled a beauty that isn't going to get talked about enough because it didn't get a wicket. He he, uh, I'm trying to remember who he drew onto the front foot trying to sweep him. Um, oh, the, a shikhar happened? I think it was shikhar. I think it may have been shikhar. Bowles um, trying to sweep him? No, no, it was a right-handed batsman. It wasn't him. That was a wicket. That was a wicket he was talking about. But that was a great delivery too. Yeah, uh, there was a ball that just bounced and then just swung off the deck. Sorry, seemed back off the deck and just beat beat the... Uh, just it was too good. It was too good of a ball to get a wicket. Um, but now moving on to my underrated player. Um, I think... I had a couple of options. I was looking at the match. I was saying, okay, who who do I think was really really good? I thought Ashwin was really good. Spinner going at seven on a wicket that is not conducive to spin, always going to have a shout there. I think uh, I thought Jay Richardson. His figures aren't fair to him, in my opinion. I don't think that he bowled badly at all. I think that he got hit by a really informed Shikhar Dhawan. I think Avesh Khan, as Pratham said, 
got dropped a lot. KL and Mayunk did a really good job, but they're not going to be mentioned. Um, but the man I'm saying is was was the pick was Arshdeep Singh, and I have loved Arshdeep Singh since I've seen him pull. Because he is he, as Bratham says, there, there's something magical about a left arm quick, um, and he is he was just on he was all over this um, Delhi team. He, he was their only he was, looked like the only bowler in that team that didn't give up. He's from a part of India which is very close by to another part of another country. You know what I'm <laughs> um, yeah. So okay, that that that's good. I I, I think I, I see why you like Arshdeep. He actually did bowl well. He was potent. He took a wicket. He was sharp. I I, I see. Uh, for me, the underrated player of the match has to be Avish Khan because his his numbers that he shows today. Don't do justice justice to how he played. I think everyone else, their numbers do justice. Shami yeah. bowled bad; his numbers are bad. Uh, you know, Rahul and Agarwal played well. They they have big runs to their name. Same thing with Shikhar and Shaw; they have big runs to their name. Avish bowled beautifully on a deck that was made for batting, and he had two catches dropped on him. I think he played a big role in not conceding the extra 20-25 runs because even Rabara went for 20 runs in an over and Avesh kept things tight at one point. Yeah, my yeah. pick would also be Avesh and, and it is a debate we're going to have to have later which one's better, Avesh or Arshdeep. But moving onwards to the man of the match and I think there's no objections. Yeah. It's going to be a right Gabbar! <laughs> 92 runs and... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to say. 92 runs. Shekhar Dhawan da- was the man of the match for the runs for sure. But it's just the way he bats, I have to say. I yeah. saw him, I think he was sitting at like 86 or 46 or something like that. Usually when a guy is 86 or 46, you see these big hits, a four, five, sixes in the innings. Shekhar does it with singles and these beautiful, fast, fast fours off the ground. Off the offside, off the leg side, you know. Moving around in the crease, showing his off stump all the time. Him so, sweeping fast bowlers, like yeah. going like for eight stumps. For terrific innings by Shikhar, he gets out. Put it over his own shoulder. He's like, yeah, that's like normal for that's normal for Shikhar. Um, yeah, terrific yeah. innings by Shikhar. If he um, gets out at any stage before the twelfth over, the match becomes tough. The match then becomes stuck. So, man of the match goes to Shikhar, and on that, guys, uh, we'll wrap up. Thank you for tuning in. We had two matches today. Both were super fun. But A.B. De Villiers and Shikhar Dhawan are the two flavors of the day. Have a good day. Bye-bye. See you guys.